air and online at 960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960, The Bull. CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. Did you notice there, uh, Jacques, I said uh, the Brian Hanks Show, presented by uh, Goico Office Automation. Well, you are one of our key sponsors, but presented by Lenore Community College. There you go. Uh, listen, if you missed the first hour of today's show, you missed a heck of an hour. Jacques Passelag, local businessman, talking about uh, everything going on in the city of Kenston right now. Uh, if you missed it, go to brianhanks.com. You can also go to soundcloud.com, and you can listen to it there. But uh, joining us right now on our Spence Automotive guest line, one of our favorite people. You will hear him tonight at a quarter, about a quarter till seven uh, with the pregame show on 94.3 the game. And then uh, the NCAA tournament, ECU's first game in the NCAA tournament, live from God's country, Charlottesville, Virginia. It's Scott Scooter Rogers. How are you doing this morning, dude? Doing good, Brian. How about you, man? I am doing good. Now, I I know you love Greenville. You are a uh, ENC native. You love uh, Greenville. You bleed purple and gold. But you got to admit, my good friend, that uh, Charlottesville is a pretty uh, pretty awesome place, isn't it? From what I have seen so far, it has been a great spot to be. We've uh, gone out to dinner the past couple of nights, me and Chip Welch, our SID, and uh, we've enjoyed our time so far here in Charlottesville, and hopefully our Time can get a little bit better here over the next uh, 48 hours or so. Absolutely, as uh, the East Carolina Pirates taking on the Sooners of Oklahoma again. That will, it's going to be, how about this? And there's so much, and I know we're, we're here for a good time, not a long time. Got you for about 10 or 12 minutes or so. But how awesome is it with all the different games that are being played tonight at 7 o'clock, I guess right around 14, 15 games that it's ECU and Oklahoma that's on the deuce tonight. How awesome is that? I think that's a huge thing, you know, and it shows with the brand of college baseball that East Carolina has become. And, of course, you're facing a team that was in the College World Series uh, National Championship Series last year. They were the runner-ups. And so when you have a big brand going up against a, uh, the, the reigning runner-up to the College World Series, it's a big draw, and uh, it's going to be cool having that national TV audience tonight. Absolutely, and, and do what I'm going to do. You're going to like this part here, Scooter. Turn, put it on ESPN2, but turn the volume down, and then put it on 94.3, and listen to Scott Scooter Rogers tonight, call the game while you're watching it on the deuce. What do you think about that, dude? That's, that's the way to do it. If you want to be a good guy, you want to be a true <laughs> true listener, that's what you got to do. That's exactly what we're going to do. I can tell you in the Hanks household, dude, that's what's going to happen, okay? I love it. Now, the biggest question, which we might get into this later, what's going to happen when East, if East Carolina plays Virginia in this tournament <sighs> in the Hanks household? Dude, I, I, you know, and I've got uh, – Virginia baseball paraphernalia. I mean, I've got a couple of shirts. I've actually, dude, I've even got a Virginia baseball jersey, okay? But this is what I had somebody ask me. Listen, Virginia's won their national championship. We won back in 2015. We were in the World Series a couple of years ago. In fact, uh, my first hour guest and I were talking about how Virginia played Dallas Baptist in the uh, uh, in the Columbia Regional, or they had to have a one-game playoff or whatever it was. We went down and watched that in Columbia. So my Cavahoos, I got to tell you, Scooter, we've had our we're, we, we've had our time in the sun, and I, I'm not just saying this because I've got you on the line with me. I'm pulling for ECU. I truly am. I want Cliff to get over that uh, get over that edge. I want this program to get over the edge. So. When it does, inevitably, ECU at some point is going to play Virginia this weekend, whether it's in the winner's bracket or going through a consolation bracket or, hell, maybe even for the championships of Charlottesville Regional, dude. No joke. I will be pulling for ECU, dude. Well, I just think that shows that you're closer to being converted to a full pirate (laughs) and getting you away from Virginia as well. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like you said, you know, that – Whenever that matchup happens, you know, hopefully it's tomorrow night at 6 o'clock if East Carolina can win today, and that's assuming that Virginia will be Army at noon today. It's going to be a uh, – I mean, you were there last year in Greenville when these two clubs met, and it's going to be a better – not necessarily a better atmosphere, but just as good as an atmosphere up here in Charlottesville. 
Uh, it's going to be a slobber knocker for sure. That voice you to Scott Scooter Rogers live from Charlottesville, Virginia this morning here on the Brian Hanks Show. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's get, give us that preview of Oklahoma again. A team, like you said uh, a few moments ago, that played in the best of three national championship series last year. Now, didn't win the national championship. It came in as a runner-up. 31-26 and 26 this year. Give us, a, give us the Scooter Rogers preview of Oklahoma. Yeah, this Oklahoma team, uh, one of the last five teams in the field this year. I believe they were team either 62 or 63 as an at-large. Um, you know, you just said their record at 31 and 26, just a few games over 500. But this has been a team that down the stretch was playing really good. They went one and two in the Big 12 tournament. Uh, and, and this team plays kind of similar to the way East Carolina plays. They like to run the bases. Uh, you know, they play a lot of small ball. And so that's one thing that's going to be interesting tonight on the pitching side for Oklahoma. Their numbers are a little bit elevated. Uh, we will be seeing their best arm tonight in Braden Carmichael. He's a lefty, throws in the low 80s, doesn't throw very fast, anything like that, which has been an arm that East Carolina has struggled with this year. But if East Carolina can have those good at bats, you know, work those counts, which is what something that Cliff Godwin wants them to do in this game, get that starter out early and get into their bullpen, that'll be a good recipe of success for East Carolina. Well, before we uh, jump into uh, getting your preview of uh, ECU going in tonight, we haven't had a chance to talk to you since uh, Clearwater last week uh, as you <clears throat> were sitting on a, on a balcony overlooking the ocean talking to us on your <laughs> appearance last week, which, by the way, super jealous, but uh, but happy for you, and I mean that sincerely. But uh, just uh, your thoughts on uh, – Let's look back at ECU last week. Uh, end up as a runner-up. Uh, Got to ask you, they ended up being the 24 RPI. Even if they had won that championship, even if they had won the championship game in the AAC, do you think we would be uh, that I would be talking to you and you would be in Greenville uh, previewing tonight's games? I, I think if we could have swept that conference tournament, we okay. wouldn't have been, been in contention. Especially, I kind of thought that going in, but especially after looking at who got host bids this year. I don't even think that the selection committee had East Carolina on their radar as a host because you look at teams like Auburn that are hosting, South Carolina that just the metrics are not there. And then you look at teams compared to them like Campbell, who had so many top 50 wins this year. They have two tournament titles, and they're not hosting. It just it, A lot of it doesn't make any sense. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it, just based off of who's hosting this year, I don't even think East Carolina was even in the conversation of hosting this season. That is crazy, and especially with 45 wins. And I know the AAC was a little bit down this year, but there's – I don't know. We had Chris Edwards on, your friend and my friend Chris Edwards from Duke University. We had him on earlier this week as uh, he was taking a look at the college tournament too. And and he's an, AA, and he's an ACC guy, obviously, at Duke. But he even said there's got to be something done when the 16 host uh, sites, eight of them are SEC and four of them were ACC. There's got to be something done about that. But tangibly, what do you do to fix that situation, Scooter? Yeah, I mean, there, I mean that's one thing you look at, you know, with eight SEC teams and, you know, and you can say what you want. But, I mean, you look at Auburn, who probably shouldn't have got a hosting bid. Their athletic director is the chair of the selection committee. You have mm. Indiana Indiana State athletic directors on the selection committee. Coastal Carolina is on there. So that's three regional hosts right there that have their athletic directors on the selection committee. And, you know, people will have their conspiracy theories about it, but that's just that's one thing that doesn't look good, I think, if you're at the NCAA. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's frustrating because, you know, the SEC is going to be good every year no matter what. And, it's starting to almost turn into like a college football playoff situation where you've got to be at a power five conference, the, the host of regional. If you're not, you're going to be getting there maybe once every two years. And, you know, with East Carolina hosting the past four season, I think that shows the, how well they've positioned themselves. And I thought they did a great job of that this year. They just came up a, a little bit short from that hosting ring. And tell me this, Scooter, uh, ECU is going to have some representation on that committee next year, right? 
Yes, that is correct. John Gilbert, uh, ECU's athletic director, will be a member of that selection committee uh, for the next few years. <laughs> okay, anyway, I, I just I, I thought I had <laughs> read that somewhere or something. That is awesome. Uh, Scott, Scooter Rogers joining us this morning here for just a couple more minutes on uh, the Brian Hanks show. And let's go ahead. Well, I did want to ask you, uh, Campbell, and I know that's a team that was a sore spot for uh, ECU this year, but – Doggone it. When you saw they had a, what, a 14 RPI, like you said, all the things that they had, uh, all the wins they had against top 50, how in the wide, wide world of sports, make it make sense, Scooter, I guess is what I'm trying to say, that Campbell didn't host this year, and it would have been in Fayetteville. I can't make it make sense, because it does not make sense at all anywhere you look at it, um, why they did not host. Uh, and like we just said, they had, you know, so many top 50 wins, they had an RPI of 14. They won the Big South the regular season and tournament title. I mean, everything is right there. And as you said, too, their bid wasn't going to be in Bowie's Creek. It was going to be in, in Fayetteville at the home of the Woodpecker Stadium. And, you know, everything was there. Why they didn't host, it's a very good question. I mean, it, it does not make sense whatsoever because that's a team that, you know, quite possibly could go 3-0 and in that Columbia Regional with South Carolina and NC State. And, you know, that's one thing, you know, we've seen a Campbell team this year three times that was not pissed off. You piss off that Campbell <laughs> team, you better watch out because that's a that's a dangerous, dangerous club um, on both the mound and hitting-wise. There you go. And we saw it this year with our Pirates for sure. Well, let's, uh, let's look at our Pirates going into tonight's game against Oklahoma. You've already given us a look inside the Oklahoma program. Uh, how do we look? How do the Pirates look? How's uh, pitching look? Who's going to be starting tonight, and uh, how's the health of the team, all that? Take it away. Health-wise, right now, this team's in a really good spot. Um, you know, as, as you know, being being around this team a little bit this year, uh, you know, injuries have, have pretty much affected this team all year. Pretty much everybody in the starting lineup has been affected by an injury of some sort of this season. But right now, this team is pretty healthy. Uh, Trey Savage will get to start tonight. For the Pirates on the mound, you know, their best starter, best overall pitcher, and he's the freshest arm right now after pitching a good amount in that UCF game down in the tournament, has rested ever since then. Um, and so the Pirates are going to, you know, a lot of people say, you know, do you, do you say Trey is savage for the possible UVA matchup on Saturday and then he throw uh, a number two pitcher in this game, but I think you got to go with that number one guy right now just to play it safe because you know, Oklahoma is such a dangerous team. Just even though their record does not show it, you got to be safe. But offensively, I mean, you saw it down in Clearwater. They hit the cover off the ball in that tournament and just couldn't hit it a little bit better than Tulane hit in that championship game. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this East Carolina team's in a really good spot right now on both sides of the ball. And I think the one thing that East Carolina is going to have the advantage of in this, in this regional is the bullpen depth. Very good. Uh, keys to the victory, then. Uh, we uh, Hopefully, we'll talk to you next week as they're getting ready for a Super Regional. But what does ECU have to do? And we'll wrap it up with this, Scooter. Uh, what what does ECU have to do over the next two, three, possibly even into Monday to uh, come out of the Charlottesville Regional as the uh, Charlottesville Regional champs? I think offensively, they've got to keep hitting the ball the way they did down in Clearwater, stay consistent on that side. And then from a pitching perspective, you know, being able, you know, Cliff Gowan talks about being able to go out there and close out innings. That's what his mindset is for these pitchers, and that's go out. You feel good after your first inning, go out there, close out the second inning, and so on and so forth. And so I think if East Carolina can continue to do that on a pitching standpoint, and like I just said, with that bullpen depth, having so many quality arms in that pen, those would be two biggest things that would help East Carolina come out as Charlottesville Regional Champions on either Sunday or Monday. Where would they, and I hate that I'm talking this far in advance, and I lied, last question. Uh, where Who would we likely play if we come out? And I know that, you know, it's all dependent on what other teams do in their regionals, but who would be the two or three teams potentially that the Pirates would end up uh, going to a Super Regional to play against? We are paired up with the uh, Conway Regional, which is Coastal Carolina, uh, Duke, UNCW, <laughs> and can't remember the fourth seed off the top of my head, but I mean, you just heard those three programs right there. Either any one of those three could win that regional. And so if East Carolina is lucky enough to win up here and then you get an upset down in Conway, 
who knows, maybe that Super Regional might be in Greenville next weekend. Oh, dude, how freaking cool would that be? And the fourth team is Ryder uh, in that uh, Conway Regional. Listen, Scott Scooter Rogers, you are the best, man. I mean, I know you're being pulled on all sides. I know you're doing an Oklahoma hit here in a little bit. Thank you for joining us this morning here on the uh, Brian Hank Show. We really appreciate you, and let's go Pirates, dude. Absolutely. So much, Brian, and uh, thanks for having me on. Anytime you do, it's a uh, joy to be on your show. You're the best, dude. That's Scott Scooter Rogers, ECU baseball play-by-play. Wow. And you heard what he said. How awesome. And I, now that he said that, I totally forgot, but that's what uh, Chris Edwards had told us earlier this week, too, that if ECU comes out and Duke comes out or comes out of that Coastal Carolina, that Conway Regional, we could have – Oh, my God. It would, ECU either at Duke or if it's UNC Wilmington that comes out of that, we could have uh, UNC Wilmington at ECU Super Regional. Hey, I'm here for it, man. That would just be that would be so awesome. Okay, hey, let's thank a couple of our sponsors here before we get our good friend Shane Albee up here on the line with us. And uh, listen, you, you heard us talking about Goico last hour. Let's talk about uh, Woodman Life. I've had my life insurance with Woodman Life for more than 10 years. I absolutely, positively could not be happier with it. I know if something bad happens to me, those I care for are going to be very well taken care of. The beauty of Woodman Life, though, isn't just the peace of mind that I have with it, but that it's an organization that truly cares for our community. As evidenced by its donations of American flags to every group, organization, church, or government agency that needs one here in eastern North Carolina, thank you. To Danny Rice, Jared Edwards, Woodman Life for sponsoring the Brian Hanks Show. If you need a good life insurance quote or even financial advice, Call Jared at 252-361-2414 or visit him at 1136 Highway 258 North in Kinston. That's beside Highland Furniture and across from Cell Auto Mall. Thank you, thank you, thank you to Woodman Life. Also, thank you to Arendelle Parrot Academy, the largest non-sectarian college prep school in the region. Located on a beautiful 80-acre campus in Kinston, Parrot draws students from all over eastern North Carolina, including Kinston, Greenville, Newburn, Goldsboro, Trenton, uh, Maysville, Jacksonville, uh, where are you, uh, Seven Springs. That's where Sean, uh, where Shane Albee is right now, right, Shane? Uh, I cannot, uh, confirm nor deny that location. <laughs> yes, that's where I am in my, in my, uh, lot, a lot less plush studios. <laughs> but is it well lit? It's very well lit. There you you gotta, go. you gotta have it well lit, man, so you can keep up with all these cats. <laughs> the meow. Hey, real quick, let me wrap this APA read. Uh, APA students, they receive acceptances from uh, colleges and universities across the country and around the world. Give them a call at 252-522-4222 or visit their beautiful campus at 1901 Dobbs Farm Road in Kinston. And joining us right now on our Spence Automotive guest line. There you go. It's our good friend Shane Albee. And, you know, he's typically he's our Thursday guest. So people who are listening right there are going, oh, my God, it's today Thursday. No, 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 no. It's Friday. Shane graciously uh, swapped places and hours with uh, Paul Whittington uh, this week because Paul is serving our country. Uh, he is doing his two-week uh, uh, National Guard duties and uh, is actually on his way to his uh, duties right now. And uh, Shane, just one of the all-time good guys, uh, graciously you swapped your spot so uh, so Paul could do yesterday's show. I hope you heard how much he appreciated that yesterday, and I want you to know I appreciate it too. Thank you, dude. Oh, not a problem, man. It just, it can. I had to do a double take. I woke up this morning like, no, wait a minute. What time am I supposed to be? <laughs> well, and the, the thing was, Jacques was uh, Jacques passed like he couldn't do the eight o'clock hour, which is typically where we do our big interview. Uh, he could only do seven o'clock. So, not only did you switch out days, you switched out hours too. So, Shane Albee, dude, I appreciate you, man. Woo! <laughs> there you go. Hey, I, I made a I made a fresh cup of coffee for this, Brian. That is awesome. Not that you need the caffeine, but it is nope. awesome. And like I told you, I think in a message, what a way to end this week of shows here on the Brian Hanks show is to have Shane Albee taking us out. So I, I like it. I like it, man. So much to talk about, and I'm going to go ahead and start with the Down East Wood Ducks. Now I have not, unfortunately, I've had things jump up in my way, and I've not been able to go to a game so far this week, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. I got to tell you, uh, Shane, uh, and Greg Clemens even said it too, he thinks I don't need to go to another game until there's a loss because you guys are on a three-game winning streak right now and not just a three-game winning streak, giving up one run in 27 innings. 
What in the world is going on with this Down East Wood, t- uh, Wood Ducks team, Shane? I don't think the uh, Columbia Fireflies can get out of town quick enough. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> we've had some new players come in, and they've really made a difference. Um, so, and, it's, uh, and believe it or not, so believe it or not, last night was the first night that I've done in the series. Um, the venerable Alan Wooten actually did the PA for the first two nights of the series and uh, went a beat. Uh, so Wood Ducks win four, four, nothing, three, nothing. And, and both games were like, when I got there last night, you know, Andy was like, <laughs> you know, he had to give me the rundown. It's well, like, no, hey, give, man. Give me, give me the Andy impression. He's like, it's like hey, Shane, <laughs> you know how long the games were Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday night? I'm like, no, Andy, how, were, how long were they? He's like, hour and 45 and an hour and 50. I was like, what? Whoa. Well, I'm glad I, yeah, I'm like, well, I'm glad I could come back and ruin all that. <laughs> um, so we had a marathon last night. It was like uh, 214. Oh my god! A three yeah. to one, a three to one win last night for the Woodies, and with all the sad news, and I don't think you and I really had a chance to break it down. I do kind of. You are an employee of the Down East Wood Ducks, so I don't want to get you in any kind of trouble. We'll talk about that in a little bit with the potential move and the uh, with the sale and the move, and get your thoughts on that in a couple minutes. But I mean. It's not like they're playing a scrub team here, Shane. I mean, this is the Columbia Fireflies. They are the first place team in the Carolina yep. League South, and they've scored one run in 27 innings. That just speaks to the great pitching we've got right now with Wood Ducks, doesn't it? No doubt. And it was funny last night when they scored their first run, Andy goes, Well, that breaks the 18 inning scoring streak. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, Andy does the video board, but he secretly does a lot of other things. But you're right, Wood Ducks are playing some great baseball last night, uh, right now. And if you want to come see, I'm telling you, if you're, well, I've been meaning to get out there to a game, get <laughs> off your keister and head to Granger. You know what I mean? Let's go. I mean, it's, this is some great baseball. And and uh, I'm telling you, they saved me. I wasn't there for the cap giveaway Tuesday night, but when I came in, Robert, he's the new Noah. He's like, hey, Shane. He said, uh he, he's a graduate of UNC Pembroke, and this is what he says. He says, hey, Shane, I saved you a cap from the other night. I said, man, I really appreciate that. He goes, but I won't lie. I thought about keeping it. And I was like, well, that's that UNC Pembroke coming out in you now. <laughs> but, no, I'm telling you, they're playing great baseball right now. They're, they're pitching well. They look really good last night. I want to say uh, Adrian Rodriguez came in last night in relief, and he was lights out. He's absolutely lights out. I mean, I was wearing out the, the strikeout noises and everything, and it was great. That is awesome. That voice list is Shane Albee, the voice. I didn't realize it was Alan Wooten that was uh, covering for you. I know Alan. Now, did you ask him the question that I told you to ask him? He has worked at, I'm not exaggerating here, dude, at least five and maybe six newspapers in uh, North Carolina. It might even be more than that now. He, uh, in fact, worked at one time or another for all three ENC newspapers in our chain, uh, Kinston, Jacksonville, and New Bern. And just a good guy, man. I mean, he's uh, kind of a low-key guy. I, yeah, you're doing the game tonight and the rest of the weekend, right? No, I am actually doing tonight's game, okay. uh, but then Mr. Wooten will take over for Saturday and Sunday because I'm headed to Cary for the Division Two National Championship. Ah, we're going to get a preview from you on that, too, uh, here in a little bit. But uh, Yes, sir, uh, I'm man, locked and loaded for that. Oh, I know you are, man. Man, some great giveaways, man. We have just some amazing giveaways that are going to be taking place over at yes. Historic Granger Stadium uh, over the next uh, couple of days, and starting tonight, right? Well, I can tell you right now, you're about started last night because Andy was like, hey, Shane, <laughs> it's time to model the umbrella again. And I was like, and I literally said this. I was like, all right, fans, if you just feel like getting scarred for life, just a little, turn your attention to the press box where Andy McKinney is breaking all kinds of rules by opening up an umbrella indoors. But, but yeah, he was, but that's a nice umbrella. Um, tell me about it. I haven't seen it. You know, that's a disadvantage of me not working up in the press box with you anymore, dude, is that I don't get to see all these, uh, you know, all these giveaways and stuff. Tell me about the umbrella that, uh, tonight that's being given away by Piggly Wiggly. Wiggly. Yeah. Piggly Wiggly. It's orange. Um, so I'm thinking, and I'm not a hunter, but I have friends, that do, but I have friends that do. Um, but I can imagine a hunter dragging his girlfriend, you know, honey, how long, much longer is this going to take? Well, guess what, ladies? You've not only got an umbrella in case he wants to continue to hunt in the rain, but you've got one that can be seen by other hunters. You know what I mean? So, 
<laughs> that's what I'm thinking last night. Because how many times in your life have you ever had an umbrella? Let's see. Let's um, let's how do I put this? Orange. You know. <laughs> I've never. I don't know if I've ever seen one. Does it have like the? I'm assuming it's got like the Wood Ducks logo on it and everything. It. I don't know that it does. It's got a Piggly Wiggly logo on it, and there's another logo on it, but I don't know what it is. Um, I want to say it's something. It's something like a food or a. It's something like Piggly Wiggly and Blackberry Jelly. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's it's something, man. I was looking. Andy was twisting it around last night, and uh, I'm like, "What is that?" Now you but, didn't yeah, have any bad luck after that, did you? No, thank God. But no, it, it was a uh, it was a uh, it was a really good game last night. The Woody hit two home runs last night. Um, Yozy Galan got a hold of one. I mean, he hit a bomb. And uh, then one of the newest Wood Ducks hit one. Uh, Jesus Moreno uh, hit one. In an absolute bomb. I mean, just absolute. Um, so that was the difference in the game. The Woody's Moreno's was a two run shot. And then, uh, you'll see, put the, put the icing on the cake in the, in the uh, bottom of the eighth. And, uh, the Woody's just, it was, it were incomplete. And I did play her. All I do is win when they, when they won. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, like I said, joining us right, dude, Shane, I, I need what I need to do, even if it's not for, you know, 25, 30 minutes or something like that. I need to have, uh, I need to have like a 10 minute shot of Shane Albee every day, dude. You know, I'm not joking. Dude's a little bit tired, you know? Uh, yeah, it's Friday and all that, but dude, just uh, getting you on the line here with me, it just, it fires me up every time, dude. I'm waiting for some CEO out there listening to be like, I'll tell you what. I'll pay him a hundred thousand dollars a year to just be available for motivation at any time. So if he calls me at like two in the morning, like, Oh, my wife just left me. I got you, dude. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm available. Just saying, I will, you know, I want to be on that level of a Zach Holcomb. You know what I mean? Who's there just, you go. You know, I might not be able to wear the cap backwards, but I'll figure something out. Yes, you will. And I got to tell you, you'll get a kick out of this. So we just had Scott Scooter Rogers on from uh, ECU. Good guy. Yeah. You know, thank the world. Here. Play voice. by play. Exactly. Play yeah. by play voice of uh, ECU. And the neat thing was I had him uh, in my little, uh, you know, my roadcaster here. He he talks a little bit. Uh, he talks well. Everybody talks softer than you, Shame. That's not an insult. Just the way it is. <laughs> but I had him at eighty five percent here on the on my slide, dude. I've got you at forty five percent. Okay. Wow. <laughs> you know what's crazy though? I take it as a compliment. You should. I, I, I absolutely love that because you know it's kind of like, um, gosh, how do I put this? You know, it's kind of like um, like a superhero. I mean, there's going to come times where you know, Spider-Man, when he's saving people with his web or Superman saving people, there's going to be some collateral damage. You know what I mean? So <laughs> there's going to be some people who are like, thank God you're here. And other people are off going to be the, to the side. going to be like, could you turn it down? No, man. I love it. Jason Bryant and I talk about it all the time, man. It's like, we, we love you to death, man. And you know that. Okay. You know what? Go ahead. No, I'll please. Say real quick. You want to know one of the funniest things people have ever said to me before. And I can, one lady came into my insurance office and actually said this, um, we were sitting there, we were talking and she looked at me, she said, and she was kind of stern. She looked at me, she said, why are you being loud? <laughs> and, um, yeah. And I was like, ma'am, this isn't loud. I said, it may be loud. I said, but this isn't my loud. I said, you don't want to hear my loud. You know what I mean? I said, cause I don't have an inside voice. I've got loud. And then the next level is called stadium, you know, but it's true. I've had people and a girlfriend one time was just like, Hey babe, why are you yelling? I'm like, I'm not yelling. This is yelling. <laughs> this you know is I mean? yelling. <laughs> yeah. So, so it goes with the territory, but Hey, I was telling somebody last night, if we were at Yankee stadium and they were like, is there a PA announcer in the house? We have an emergency. <laughs> I got you. You would be up in the top of the press box before it'd be like a puff oh. of smoke, like in the cartoons, like poof. And then there you would be you up. You know there. it. Hey, quick, funny note. Alan Wooten and Andy McKinney are both huge LA Dodger fans. Oh, and up in the press box, they'll get, they'll have, it's time for Dodger talk. I mean, they'll be like, Andy will always say, at least starts it off with, did you see the game last night? And of course they're talking about crap that goes down at like 1130 at night. Cause they got to watch all their stuff on the West cup. Right. And so last night I come in, the Yankees are going to play the start and play the Dodgers um, tonight in LA. And so I said, uh, Hey Andy, I said, uh, who the Dodgers got this week? Uh, here's a big opponent coming in. <laughs> and Andy said, yeah, I hear they're not very good. And I, and I said, and I said, I said, I said, 
We call now to attention the 13th district of the Court of Los Angeles. All rise. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I for the it. judge. For I, looked Aaron judge. Alan, I, looked, I looked at Alan and I said, see what it did there? And yeah. uh, he just nodded his head like that. So it's going to be a great series. The, um, Yankees-Dodgers. That voice you're listening to is Shane Albee. Nobody does impressions better than him. You've heard Andy McKinney. You've heard him do Tommy Maddox this morning. Uncredited, but a Tommy Maddox impression. Dude. (laughs) I got to hear Alan Wooten. Dude, do Alan Wooten. You know, I don't know. He, um... That's a tough one. I got to work on that. I mean, you, you're probably, you could be talking about Alan Wooten could honestly be AI. I mean, he could honestly be like a robot. I mean, he could literally be, that <laughs> man knows everything oh, he's about brilliant. everything. Yeah, he's brilliant. And he was not a bit intimidated about having to take over the PA. Not one bit. Listen, that son of a gun has done everything. Like I said, he's worked at a ton of newspapers. He's led newsrooms. Uh, he is, let me tell uh, you what he told Maddie. Let me tell you what he told Maddie. Okay. He told me last night, he goes, I told Maddie, this is, this is about as good as I get. I told Maddie, I said, um, <laughs> what Shane, what Shane and Brian do, uh, that's like a full-time DJ job. Uh, that's like, they're doing like, um, they're doing like two jobs. That's like two jobs. I don't want to say, yeah, we need double the pay. But what he would say, what happened when he, when he went out, I emailed Maddie, hey, I emailed, I got a funny Maddie moment. Today. I got a good Maddie moment today from last night. So I, um, so I emailed Maddie all the, you know, the, we are family running down a dream. The oh, yeah. ducks yeah. run out you know, the dude run out. I emailed her all the walkouts and she input. So, so let me tell you, Andy was deserved double pay this week, Tuesday and Wednesday night. He's playing the graphics and all the music. Wow. Yes, sir. Uh, Andy's and, so and underrated, Al- man. He is so underrated, man. He absolutely is. They really don't know. I'm telling you, if anybody really wants a tour of what really goes on in baseball, we're going to take him. We're going to take him in the clubhouse. We're going to take him in the. Du- we're going to take him in the dugout. Okay, who, whose voice the- is that? Whose voice is that? That, that is my generic uh, voice for someone who doesn't know what we do in the press box. You know what I mean? It's just unbelievable. So listen to this. So Andy is like, you know how he's on it. Oh, so yeah. last night, out of the blue, Andy says to me, "Hey Shane." I'm going to need a song for the knocker balls, right? He just says something like that. And I'm like, okay, I'll get that to you. You know what I mean? Because oh, yeah. he was, I guess, because really they've only had a chance to run through this twice. You know what I mean? But but Maddie did a great job of getting everything and getting it inputted into the, the video board. So last night, me and Robert make our concession stand run. And on the way back, I'm like, hey, Robert, um, let's let's run back. Let's go. Let's walk back through the concourse so we can just hear how everything sounds. Right. Yeah. And dude, I've got, I've got the re I've got the club mix of fascinated by company B just rocking, you know what I mean? And, um, I walked by and here comes Maddie walking by with Kyla, you know, and they're walking by and I looked at Maddie and Kyla and I said, sounds like a club up in here. <laughs> and, 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 and Maddie and very Maddie esque Maddie goes, whoop, whoop. <laughs> no, she didn't. <laughs> give yeah, me, give me the like, Maddie Meehan what what again? And she was like, woo woo. <laughs> Actually, it might have been more like woo woo. I mean, she she got she got soprano on me right there for a moment, but I was like, all right. Oh and so, so is that Maddie? Is that you? Is that you in the club? You know, when you're in the club, like, all right, Maddie, we are living our best life, and she's all like, woo woo. Oh my god. Shane Albee, yeah. the voice anyway. of the Down East Wood Ducks, <laughs> joining us this morning. Now, we talked about tonight. Uh, now, tomorrow, I haven't seen this yet either. Have you seen the jersey they're giving away tomorrow night yet? I have not. I have not. But oh, That's man, a I'm basketball jersey. What? Yes, it's a basketball jersey presented by Walker Insurance Group and uh, Nationwide. So, I'm interested. I believe it's going to be not a – it's not going to have sleeves. It's going to be a basketball jersey. So, I'm uh, – be nice if we could save one of those for Junius. You know what I mean? He's, absolutely. Listen, he, he, I guarantee you uh, if I if we ask uh, John to do that, he will definitely. Let's do I that. Got, hey, let me tell you this. No, no, no. Let me tell you this, dude. So, uh, last week, the day after his surgery, uh, I went around schools here in Lenore County. I mean, all five of them, North, North, South, North, Kinston, Parrot, Bethel, and uh, went to uh, Granger Stadium. Can, this is so awesome, dude. It's going to move you, man. Uh, John Clemens uh, sent a one of the green jerseys, not a giveaway jersey, a green. Wow. Yep, a green number twenty-seven jersey to uh, take up to Junius. How freaking cool is that, dude? That is so cool. And you know what's funny about us as human beings, and it just shows you how amazing God is. He, you know, he just doesn't like be like that shit. I'm torching the place. But anytime something like like Robert last night. 
I'm going to make sure Junius has this jersey. There's That's the awesome. devil inside you rises up and says, you could keep it and just say we were out of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why we knew that, but Lord forgive us. But yeah, it's hilarious. Like even Robert was like, saved your cap, thought about keeping it. I was like, I get it. Dude. I get it. Oh, absolutely. And But again, uh, thank you to John Clements. Thank you to all the coaches yeah, that uh, sent contact. stuff up. Dude, I ended up taking two bags of gear. I mean, dude, Parrot Academy sent uh, – Matt Beeman from Parrot Academy sent – a uh how freaking cool is this a game used game worn state championship jersey from uh their state championship back in november how freaking cool is that and a real jersey not like one that you would buy at a gift shop i mean dude it's got the little pads and everything in it dude that's amazing i love the uh, parrot academy um logo oh the the mascot of the of the angry patriot (laughs) he is an angry patriot that's for sure he's an angry patriot he's the angry patriot i mean he's the way he's the reason why the british were like we're out i mean (laughs) i I love the logo well i did see that tonight is heritage night what do you know about that tonight out at the ballpark very well i do know that it's a celebration of african-american heritage and community um and so i'm not sure what's going to happen there but it's going to be a cool um night to be at the ballpark, uh, yep. especially if you're a person of color. I mean, it's really going to be, especially, um, it's, it's, it's going to be awesome that, that they do that. And of course, you know, it's mother earth Friday. So, but yeah, it's going to be, it'll be a great night to be at the ballpark. So how about that heritage night tonight, mother earth, uh, night tonight also, and yeah, an umbrella, umbrella giveaway. giveaway. How, cr- and you get to hear Shane Albee on the, on the, on the, what do what do they say on the fives and 10? What is it on the. On the ones and twos. On the ones and twos. Thank you, man. Where did I get fives and tens from? On the ones and twos there tonight, too. Okay. I might even play a little bit of nobody beats the biz. Nobody beats the biz. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, my God, dude. You're out of control. Hey, we'll we'll circle back to the Wood Ducks here in a little bit. But we'll circle back to the Wood Ducks here in a little bit. But uh the voice of shane albee is going to be uh, like you said up in carry uh, i guess what beginning tomorrow and through uh the middle of next saturday week? Oh, well wow. the, the award the, the well the opening banquet will be tomorrow night but i have elected to um work for the woodies on friday night okay um yeah and so they, they always have they always bring the teams in on friday night they get together and uh, i want to say with the wolfpack club up in the uh our, um PNC arena. Okay. It's really nice. And, uh, um, the coaches for all the teams, they kind of do a Q and a, um, for all the teams that are in there and all the teams are treated to a really nice banquet on Friday. I've been to a ton of them over the years and you really have a, uh, they have a, always typically have a cool speaker, a really nice, um, speaker that comes in. So the tre- teams are really treated cool. And what's really cool about it, it's always cool to see new teams come to carry, um, because it's an underestimated venue and city for teams that come from, all over the country, and a lot of these teams are coming and say, well, that's just Division Two baseball. Let me tell you something. Always know this. If you say, well, why is that team Division Two? On purpose. I mean, you've got the University of Indianapolis coming into um, Cary. Um, that's a little bit bigger town than Chapel Hill, just saying. <laughs> just um, a little so bit, yeah. People, just a little bit. So when people say, well, who are these uh, – um, you got teams like Angelo State coming in from Texas, who probably has that school probably has a a, da- a daytime enrollment of twenty five thousand. I mean, that's crazy. You know what I mean? So you got teams coming in. So so when they come to carry and discover, wow, they really know how to put on a tournament because it's under because there's a lot of trees. You can't see everything that Raleigh and Carry has because there's just trees everywhere. You know what I mean? But what's amazing is every hotel is within fifteen minutes of the venue. Teams have no problem um, finding, t- needing, having time for BP uh, workouts because the baseball complex is a four-field complex, fully maintained by grounds crew, drainage, outfield wall, public address. I mean, you name it, their field, every, dug out, everything's top-notch because this is the home of USA Baseball. Yep. You know, so it is an it is an amazing um, facility. Um, and when people go, it's a treat. I mean, if, seriously, if you're a baseball fan and you're not doing anything from the third through the 10th, it's, and we've got some people that do that. They're not associated with any of the teams. They just ride up there and just enjoy. And the concessions are amazing. They have great concessions. Um, it's an amazing, and the USA team store is left open. So you can go in there and purchase USA team baseball gear. Um, it's an amazing venue to see. And, and let me tell you, a lot of draft picks come from um division two baseball so these are 
the one thing about Division Two baseball is different than Division One is not necessarily the best teams in the country are here, but the best uh, the teams that played the best are here. You know, so it's you got and like for example, Millersville, Pennsylvania, um, they're forty five and eight. Let me tell you, they always have they're 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 one and two guys in the rotation are always major league draft picks. You know, guys that can are just amazing to watch pitch. Yeah. You know, so and then Rollins College from Florida. They knocked Tampa out, you know, and if talk about interesting nicknames, Rollins is known as the tar, the tars. They're known as the tars, T-A-R-S, the tars. Wow. The, I wonder what that yeah. is for. Is that sort of like so tar look it, I look it up. It's like a, it's kind of like a, like a fighting, like a, like a nasty sailor. Like you don't want to attack the United <laughs> States mainland or you'll have to deal with the tars. You know what I mean? Dude, like roll tars or rolling, the rolling tars. But yeah, they're. The tar, you got the Tar Heels and you got the Tars. I uh, never heard tar. of that before. Hey, oh, good. We'll do a quick test. Okay, who's Cal State San Bernardino? What's their nickname? I don't know. Oh, um, I put it, you looks, on looks the like spot. Some, I'm sorry, dude. It looks like looks like uh, looks like some sort of wolf or something. Probably <laughs> like a like a like a sea wolf or something. You know what's really cool when you come into Cary and you come into the uh, the USA Ballpark into their venue, um, they have on the sidewalk, um. They have on the sidewalk all the logos to the team, teams uh, when you come in, um, and it's really cool. So you, as you're walking through these different um, – they're the coyotes. They are the coyotes. Okay, okay. Um, but that's some of the coolest thing, too, is you see some of the – you see mascots you don't see. So you come in, they got the logos on the, on, the, um, on the concrete as you come in, almost like a Hollywood Walk of Fame. You come in, you're like, oh, there's the Crusaders. There's the coyotes. There's the Rams, Angelo State's the Rams. Um, um, but then they also have this this pole that shows you the distance to the different schools. Like it'll say North Greenville University, ah. six hundred and seven. Yeah, it's really neat. Some of the really neat things they do to really um, celebrate and highlight the teams that are there. It's amazing. Well, there you go. Uh, but that begins tomorrow. Rollins takes on Cal State San Bernardino at one thirty tomorrow. Millersville, where are they out of, dude? Pennsylvania. They are the. They are. You love this nickname. The Marauders. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Millersville taking on the University of Indianapolis, as uh, Shane told us a couple moments ago. Then uh, game three is uh, Sunday at one thirty. That's Angelo State taking on Southern New Hampshire. And then uh, the, the team. They are the pen. I would say they're the penman. The penman. Is that P-I-N or P-E-N? P-E-N. The penman. penman. Dude, some great nicknames there. And then. North Greenville taking on Augustana. Is it Augustana? Augustana. Augustana. Of- and as you can see, they like to want to fight to live in Belhalla. They are the they are the Vikings of uh, out of South Dakota. Tell I mean, obviously, a team you're very familiar with, uh, the one from our, I guess you could say, our relative neck of the woods, North Greenville. Uh, do you consider them one of the favorites going into the uh, Division Two baseball championship this week? Well, they are the favorite. Um, oh, okay. I, was okay. talking with, I was talking with Rob Watt this past week. I, I PA'd three Wayne County Post 11 games this week, and, and Rob was watching, out watching. We were talking about the tournament. And because uh, actually the, Rob was like, yeah, he's like, it's a weak field. It's a, he's a North Greenville, the best team in the country, man. You wow. know, and yeah, and they are. I mean, they're, I mean, they're, I always joke around. They're the South Carolina Gamecocks JV. What? Um, but <laughs> But here's there's been some controversy this week. Um, here's what's interesting. I'm going to set the tone. Um, Millersville is actually the number one seed in the tournament, which lit North Greenville's fans up because all year long, with the exception of maybe one week, North Greenville was number one in the country. Um, but I found out something I didn't know that the NCAA on any level does not factor rankings into deciding seeding. They look at RPI. They look at strength of schedule, um, and they look at your record against teams with uh, 500 uh, records and above. And Millersville, I mean by decimal points, was ahead of North Greenville in those categories. Wow. And I told Rob the other night, I was like, North Greenville went 3-3 three and three against Mount Olive. So, <laughs> if there's any consolation, those three L's we put on the crew haters – um, we're probably the difference. And Rob Watts, when I said that, Rob Watts' wife, Sean, went, ha. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. But, um, but no, and so they're all upset about that. But no, they're, um, here's another interesting plot. Millersville. What's the last five letters of that, uh, 
word, Ville, yeah. North Greenville. And they both refer to themselves, because I remember Mount Olive played Millersville in the 2011 World Series in Cary uh, two times and beat them twice. But they have a uniform. Um, both of them have uniforms that say the Ville. So they both refer to themselves as the Ville. <laughs> so you've got Miller, you've got one Ville coming out of the uh, the first bracket, and you got the other Ville coming out of the other bracket. So it could be the Battle of the Villes, you know, just to, to, to uh, settle this one. That is so awesome. And how do you get yourself fired up for this? Now, you are you are the primary public address, right? Are you, will you be pretty I've much done doing it? Yeah, I've done it since 2009. Um, okay. I did it. I didn't. I didn't do it the, during the pandemic year. They canceled it, and I think it was 2017. They actually moved the tournament to Texas. That's when the NCAA decided to be politicians. Yeah. Um, but th- other than that, um, those are the only two years that I haven't done it since 2009. Um, so yeah, and uh, prior to that. 2007, going back, they always had the tournament in Lake Montgomery, Alabama. And then the one year Mount Olive won it, it was in near St. Louis. But they had so many tornadoes. Um, and and it, just, it was just a horrible time, you know, teams trying to get to the venue and just all kinds of stuff. And they were like, we got to get out of here. So, But Kerry has really done an amazing job. The Greater Raleigh um, Visitors and Convention Bureau, they do an amazing job of, of really embracing um, this tournament. Well, again, it begins tomorrow. Uh, no local teams in it other than North Greenville, but like you heard Shane say, I mean, get up there and enjoy some great baseball and see some uh, future stars in the baseball world too. Uh, before we circle back to the Wood Ducks, anything else you? I, I didn't. I I, I should have got a list from you. Anything else you want to talk about before we circle back to the Wood Ducks, Shane? No, I think we're good. Uh, oh, Wayne County Post Eleven. I will. There tell you, you go. Uh, ding ding ding. I will tell. I will tell you that Coach Adam Pate got win number 100 uh, in his Legion career on the road last night at Lewisburg, um, and they actually got two games tomorrow. They're going to play two games at UMO tomorrow. Um, but they, they last week they they beat um, Hope Mills, then they played they beat Pitt County, and then they uh, boy a battle a battle with Wilson man. Um, I was telling people on one side on the Wayne County side you had people fans with Mount Olive jerseys and there was about five Mount Olive guys on post 11. And on the other side, obviously there was some school from Wilson uh, folks on that team <laughs> and some of the shirt, some of the shirts in the, in the crowd, I almost said, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, if you are currently wearing a t-shirt from please report to wardrobe change. Um, <laughs> no, you did. I almost, I almost did. I oh, almost okay. Did. Okay. Um, but it was like a conference Carolina's battle uh, between the two teams. I mean, um, but what's cool is it, it went extras. It went to the eighth inning. Uh, Wayne County was no hit until the bottom of the seventh. Um, and the wildest thing happened, man. We just thought, all right, man, this game's going to end. We're done because it was a 1-1 ball game. Wayne County had the bases loaded, bottom of the seventh, nobody out. Trojan uh, infielder Lane McLean comes to the plate. They elect a pitch to him. He pops up. You're like, oh, no. Okay, well, we still have one out. We can do this. We got we got uh, Davis Albert, great hitter from Rosewood, coming to the plate. Adam Pate decides to sque- roll, uh, uh, roll with a squeeze. Dave Albert sticks the bat out. He pops it up in foul territory. Wilson's infielder comes out of nowhere, makes a sliding catch. It was a web gem. Alertly turns around and doubles the runner off at third. And it was like, and now we're going to extras. You're like, what just happened? You know what I mean? We're And so Wilson leads off the top of the ace with a triple with nobody out. And you're like, okay, I guess Wilson's going to possibly win this. Wayne County comes up clutch and strands and brings in Braden Collins. Braden Collins strands the runner at third. Wayne County walks off in the bottom of the ace on a wild pitch. Wow. And then I was like, yeah, and I was like, this is why the good Lord invented aspirin. You know, I said, basis. I said, I cut the mic on my side. This is why baseball is the craziest game in the world, and there is no close second. <laughs> you There's are no right. Second. You are absolutely right about that. Now, uh, now, Kenston Post Forty Three travels to play at Wayne next week, but I'm assuming you probably have somebody else on the mic at night since you'll be in the do. World I, Series, I, right? I do. I just e- emailed that gentleman the walkouts this morning, and um, Kinston's good. I mean, Wayne County only beat them ten seven. Yeah, um, they got a couple of Southern Wayne guys on the team. Uh, LCC's Alex Davis and uh, Southern Wayne's Drew Sweet. And uh, Southern Wayne's got some really good. I mean, I'm, I mean, uh, Kinson's got some. They probably have the best looking uniforms I've seen since I've been doing PA. Oh wow! For Ameri- 
American hey, League. Coach, Coach Ty Eason is probably listening right now, so uh, you're going to make him yeah, feel good hearing that. Good. No, they look good. They used to have these old gray shirts, you know what I mean? I remember, uh, yeah, and they, yeah. And when they would sweat, it would just be, <laughs> yeah, it was just like, oh, I will tell you on a uniform note, uh, everyone who – the Columbia Fireflies probably have the worst numbers in the history of baseball. Oh, dear Lord, I hate when you see somebody. Those. Somebody decided to be like, all right, first thing we're going to do, all right, he's number 14, uh, let's – make it look like the numbers glow like a firefly. Oh, so, yeah. So Al, uh, Alan Wooten was funny last night. He goes, um, the numbers zero and six look like the poop emoji. <laughs> and they do. They do. I mean, it's a zero with like a flame at the top. So it literally looks like a little flame. And so I'm ha- we're all having a hard time going, what number is this? I mean, who is that? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not good. I mean, their numbers are bad. But the uniforms look good, but the numbers <clears throat> You know, not good. <laughs> I love the sound effect there. Let's wrap it up here. We've got our good friend Shane Albee on the line with us. Down East Wood Ducks tonight. Umbrella giveaway tonight. Heritage night tonight. Mother Earth tonight. Then tomorrow we've got uh, uh, the basketball jersey giveaway. It's going to be awesome. Dogs and Dogs Day on Sunday. Anything else you'd like to throw in there? Uh, now, Linda and I, we are, I mean, like I said, we tried to get out a couple of days this week. In fact, she was at Tuesday's game. Uh, but I'm doing my best to get out there tonight and definitely tomorrow night too. Uh, anything else we need to know about these two games as we wrap up the show here, dude? No, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be a lot of fun. And Alan Wooden, is, he's worth coming to listen to on Saturday and Sunday. He's very creative. Uh-huh. He adds like his touch to the PA. And, and uh, what he'll do is he'll take the script and he'll write in the margin and say extra stuff. It's really entertaining. It's, it's fun. It's fun to listen to. Dude, that's awesome. Listen, Shane, again, I know Paul was very appreciative of it, that you were able to, uh, that no, you I'm swapped out with him. I'm glad I that. I didn't realize the reason. I'm glad I could do that so he could serve. And, yep, yep. and uh, we certainly appreciate his um you know, his service. So uh, anytime, I mean, you ain't got to worry about that. You know, me, I will tell you the other, last week I come into the ballpark and, and Maddie says to me, Hey, your, uh, your music is all over the place. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, yep, my middle name is random. You know? So anytime you're like, I'm not, you know, I don't know how people are like, I don't understand. People are like, Hey, can you switch with me next Tuesday? Let me, uh, let me check my calendar. <laughs> just do it. You know what I mean? Just do it. Cause it's going to come a time. You're going to need them. You're okay, right. buddy. You're going to need somebody else to help you. So help people, you know, do what you got to do. It doesn't matter. Shane, you're the absolute best man. Thank you so much. Have fun at the, uh, national championships up in yeah, so we'll uh, carry over the next week. I'll be, yeah, we'll be reporting. We'll be, let's give you the carry rundown next Thursday or whatever day. I love it. I absolutely. It'll be Thursday. I don't see it changing. It'll be Thursday. Shane, thank you so much. We'll talk to you. Well, I'll see you tonight. Okay. Yes, sir. See you, buddy. That's Shane Albee, the voice of the Down East Wood Ducks, University of Mount Olive Athletics, the Divi- the NCAA Division II World Series. Absolutely appreciate him joining us. And like I said, typically he's our Thursday guest, swapped out, even swapped hours to uh, join us today. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Shane. You're one of a kind, man. want to thank again uh, cr- our, uh, our good friend Scott Scooter Rogers, uh, who uh, joined us earlier this hour live from Charlottesville, Virginia, too. And then in our first hour, Jacques Passleg, a Kinston businessman and just one of the all-time great guys and the uh, owner of GoEco Office Automation. Man, what a week we have had here on the Brian Hanks Show. Again, just truly appreciate uh, all our guests that we had this week. Uh, listen, birthday game. We didn't even really get into the birthday game uh, today because, as I told you, it was out. Hey, it's Michael Steele's birthday from the Bengals, Dana Carvey's, Kyle Petty's, uh, Martha Washington, and Charlie Watts from uh, the uh, Rolling Stones. Listen. Have a great week. We uh, have a great weekend. Get out to Granger Stadium. Support them. Get out to LCC. Support the Lancers. Tomorrow night, get out to Kenson High School. Support our American Legion baseball team. Just lots of opportunities to get out there and have fun this weekend. Have a great weekend. We will see you on Monday on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.